It's another episode on the She Said, He Said, They Said podcast with your girl, Miss Anita Love from Baton Rouge. And Mr. E from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. How's everybody doing? I hope everybody's happy and safe. It's Christmas time. And how are you doing, Mr. E? I am doing just lovely. And I hope everybody is doing well this happy day, this holiday season. Well, we're pushing. <laughs> Just keep pushing, baby. That's all you can do. Y'all better not go up in Walmart, though. Well, you know that's where they're going to be at. I think Walmart is one of the main stores that you will almost pretty much catch a case at. <laughs> you could if you, if you go there. You can't. And majority <laughs> of the time, you be want to catch a case with old people. I'm sorry. <laughs> old people are rude. It's like every rude old person comes to Walmart. Seriously. And now I'm not saying all of them, but gosh. It's wow. a good majority of them are rude. Today, I got tested over and over. I said, there is a God up above that's walking with me. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Won't he do it? He's changing me. <laughs> wow. He's changing you, me. You, you want to you go off? You want to hear the old person in the throat? I'm telling you, when I get old, nobody better not put me in a nursing home with old people. <laughs> I do not want to be in a nursing home with a bunch of us. Like, no. Hell to the no. Can you imagine turning the news on? A 83-year-old woman, a woman goes crazy and starts murdering other 80-something-year-old people in a nursing home. And she tells the police they got uh, on her nerves. Uh, uh, you know what? What happened was, it's like <laughs> mysteriously, want to be dying every so often. <laughs> want to die every so often for the last for the last four years. <laughs> oh my god! It's it's just, oh my god! <laughs> I think sometimes people say, "I'm going in Walmart." It's like it's do or die. It's like even you know, like when you're not from the hood and you go to the hood and you're like, well, you know what you about to go get that tough skin on, get ready to be prepared. You know, I think that's, I think that's what old people tell themselves when they get ready to go to Walmart. Well, I'm about to go to Walmart. It's on. So be, you know, be ready. <laughs> Seriously. That's, that's probably what it is. Cause they probably go figure like they're going to get ran over in there. So, you know, like... to, today when I went to Walmart, I didn't feel bad at the time, but after I got home and I start, well, when I came home, I just got in the midst of doing things, cleaning up, straightening up, and then my daughter wasn't feeling good. So I, you know, so I, during that time, I was able to calm down from that situation. But when I was in there, I was like, excuse me, excuse me. I'm going to tell you, three different incidents. One incident, I'm walking, woman cut out in front of me, and then comes to a complete stop. <laughs> okay. And all right, I wasn't walking. <laughs> no, no, I wasn't walking. <laughs> no, I wasn't. So I let that slide, you know. So... I make my way way on the other side of the store. This is a whole different location in Walmart because you know Walmart is big as hell. Yeah. I go over to the freezer part of Walmart. The woman is walking right. I'm behind her. Next thing I know, she stops the buggy, props one foot up on the back of it, lean forward, and start reading her list off. I said, "No, no, I'm being pumped. I'm being pumped. I'm being pumped." And she didn't move. And it was busy. <laughs> so I'm like, excuse me. So I'm cutting through. I felt me being rude. I could feel people looking at me like, this mother. 
walking through here all rude and stuff. Like, I can feel them being, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so then I go, I go on, mind my business. I didn't even want to look back because I could feel, you know, you can just tell when you've been rude. Right. So I walk further down. The little lady, it's two, three little old people had their little buggies in the middle of the aisle. Like, when you turn down the aisle, they had their little buggies sitting in the middle of the aisle. But they weren't at their buggy. They were over on the side looking at the stuff. So I'm like, oh, excuse me. Didn't move. Oh, excuse me. Excuse me. Didn't move. I took my buggy and I ran in completely in the back of that mug as hard as I could and moved it out, the, out of my damn way and I kept moving and I ain't never even looked back and then had another girl said, I was about to do the same god deep thing because this don't make no and she was kept on cursing. I didn't even entertain her because I was so aggravated at that point. <laughs> I knew if I had entertained her, I was going to be even more pissed off than Walmart. So it just kept saying, girl, go on finish doing what you got to do so you get your ass out of Walmart. Wow. It was like, what happened? Like, why? <laughs> and then well, you go on the next aisle, they just pull out. They don't even look before they peek. They just <laughs> pull out, bump into your bug, and don't say, excuse me. They just looking at you like you did it. No, ma'am, you did that. <laughs> you know, it's like, come on. And then old people. Old people. You know, the younger people, they're like, and, and he said what? I don't speak for me. And he said what? Yeah, B. And I was like, what? And she was like, and what you said? And what you said? I heard a whole conversation in five seconds. Somebody <laughs> ain't paid the electric bill. <laughs> Somebody ain't paid the electric bill because she was supposed to get child support or something from the baby daddy. And the baby daddy come there, and he was like a hundred short. And I was like, no, B, you got me mixed up. Like, you ain't finna do this to my chaps. You're not finna do this to my chaps. First of all, I can't tell you what to do with your child support money. And when you get in child support money, you're supposed to be able to use child support money for electricity, gas, and stuff like that for your children and things of that nature, too. Honestly, because that's what child support is for. So right. I can't tell you what, you know what I'm saying? Right. But you took your electric bill money and bought other things with it in hopes <laughs> of getting all your child support money <laughs> so that you can pay your electric bill. <laughs> you know, like, what's wrong with that? <laughs> right. You Is that judging? Have... Am I judging? I'm judging, well, huh? in one sense, you should have your, that kind of bill shouldn't be based on your child support money, that should be based on your working money or whatever. Shouldn't it? I don't know. You know but if you ain't... If, I don't know. I just, you know... I don't know. I feel like I'm judging right now. I mean, if she didn't have... I can't, have I can't say anything, right? though, because I'm... But if yeah. she had, if she didn't have a kid, she was right. that like yeah, right? Right. Okay. Unless she was staying with her grandma or her mama. <laughs> they probably be paying it. I'm just saying. Like, ain't no shade. Well. I'm just saying. She probably got too many kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not doing it. God's working on me. It's Christmas time. It is so wonderful. Around Christmas time, they had an NFL player that's from Baton Rouge. Who that did that? They paid for balance for Baton Rouge shoppers. How much um, was that? His name is Ronald Leary. He was a Southern University lab graduate who okay. is now an offensive lineman for the Denver Broncos. 
okay. Yeah, so he teamed up with Pay Away the Layaway, a national nonprofit that secretly pays out balances during the holidays. But my thing is this. How is it a secret when y'all call these people and say your layaway is ready? Uh, well, it's you know a what I mean? well, it's a secret in the fact that he did it and they wouldn't know that he did it until they you know, until they go pick up their letter. Well, he wasn't so. he wasn't able to surprise them, so um surprise the shoppers himself. So his mother stepped in to represent Ron Leary Reach Foundation during this year's giveaway at Burlington's Coat Factory. Yeah. I didn't know they do layaways at Bur- Burlington Coat Factory. You knew that? Yeah. You know, during the Christmas they do layaway. Oh yeah. At Burlington Coat Factory? Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew Walmart because you know at one time they gave they did away with the layaways, but then them black people was like, "What you doing? We ain't got it like that. You gotta have layaways, you know? Like what y'all tripping?" Yeah. So they brought the layaways back. I was wondering, like, right. you know, y'all, what's wrong with these people? Yeah, you know what I mean? Because when I said, "Why these people you know, did away with layaways?" and I never forget this girl I went to school with. Me and her still cool because every once in a while she'll text or call or whatever. She was like. Well, I ain't even know people like you do layaways. People like who? <laughs> Black people? <laughs> people, yeah. like, people like who? It's <laughs> just like you. I'm like, I don't even, to this day, I still don't know what that means. I don't do layaways, but I will do layaways. You know what I mean? But if I had a bunch of children, or if I had children and I was on a fixed income or whatever, I would definitely do me a layaway at Walmart. But I think I have done a layaway at Walmart like a long time ago. I just don't remember. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. But I know what we what we used to do is for the Christmas thing where we adopt a family every Christmas or whatever. In the beginning, years ago, like back up in 2005, 2006, we would do layaways. Well, up until 2005, 2006, we would do layaways. And, like, we would buy a certain amount of gifts, you know, and stuff like that. And we'll put the stuff on level because, for one, we had nowhere to put the shit, you know. So mm-hmm. we had to kind of hold it long enough so we can have a place of who going to rap. Because I wasn't rapping nothing. Who was going to rap or what we was going to do. So then we was like, we're not rapping. We're not rapping. We're going to put these stuff in, in little boxes and we're going to bring them. We're going to find out who got girls, how they, what their ages are, you know. And that's how we did it. You know what I'm saying? Because we had a system. You know, and it worked for us for a long time. And then when my right. daddy took sick and things got more serious with him, we kind of everything was like we're just going in and we're just buying, <laughs> you know, or like come August, we'll start buying September, we'll buy November, we'll buy. And then we always finish off during, you know, December, whatever else we had to do. Right. And then we narrowed it down to like we would do like one or two families. You know, and we, you know, we just kept it like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't personally remember me doing a layaway for myself, but I would definitely do a layaway. Because a layaway ain't too good for me. What you talking about? I know it picked up layaways for people, so it ain't hard to pick them up. So I'm assuming it ain't hard to put it on. Just put some money down, right? That's it. Man, shit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I want it, I will. Exactly. But it's it's the same, like, if you tell them, hey, I need you to oh, hold this for me. Well, ma'am, I can't guarantee you that it's going to be when you come back. Well, can't I just put something down for you to hold it inside come back? You know what I mean? Ain't that the same thing? <laughs> yeah. That's like the same it. thing, right? Right. That's a little way. Well, that's simple, then. I could do that. 
Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, his mom stepped in for him to to surprise the family. The store is the one that called dozens of families who had items on railways, inviting them to the store for a special giveaway event and only telling them that they would be entered in a contest to possibly have their balance paid off. You know what? I probably would have came too. I don't know. Because you know me, I'm, you know, I'm like, I'm at work. Exactly. I ain't got time to be coming over there off of what if. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I win the contest? Yeah. You know, because that's kind of like how I am. I'm stubborn. Right. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, am I guaranteed to get it? If I'm guaranteed, yeah. I'm coming. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm, I'm sounding like one of those people. I know that's ugly, but you know. No. Anyway, it was nice. It was a nice gesture what he did. Right, it was. He paid the balances in full for thirty families. Well, and that's great. But you know, um, what's the face? Um, uh, Benson woman, uh, Gail. She did something similar. She paid off a hundred. Really? Town of period and and at uh, Wall Market in uh, New Orleans on Chapel Two, I think it was a hundred thousand. Did over four hundred thousand in Atlanta. Well, you know what Tyler Perry just been doing his thing. He been giving people houses, buying people cars, paying for colleges. <laughs> like he just been, he's just been, you know what I'm saying? Like he's just been blessing people. I'm just praying one day he blesses me. <laughs> I know that's right. Huh? Just bless me with a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You, I'm not even gonna be greedy. You could just give me ten and I'm blessed. Thank you. Exactly. You know how much I could do with ten? I could flip ten. I can invest half of that. <laughs> Guaranteed investments. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, Miss Anita, come on now. I'm telling you, guarantee, and it'll, it'll be legit. It'll be legal oh, oh, money. Real. Oh, oh, for real, for real, for real. Though. Yeah, it'll be legit. Yeah, cause see, I'm I'm looking at uh, this article: fifteen arrested and drug roundup in Zachary. These ain't none of one of your friends, buddy. See, you play too much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I cannot stand I'm just you. Do you, do you I know can't say you know. I'm not even dealing with you right you now. Know, you, know, you know these people. No, you know, I don't know these people. Don't play you know, with me. Mitchell Harris, you know. What's his name? Uh, Robert. Uh, what's his name? Stevenson Jr. You know, this man, he just got so many of them. What's his buddy's name? Kenny Wayne. Kenny Wayne. No, I don't know no people. That sounds like I know, I know Kenny Wayne. That <laughs> sounds like you. Wayne down here. That's not like somebody kidding to you, though. Exactly. That, that mood is accurate. <laughs> you know, we ain't right. We laughing at these people, stress and struggle. <laughs> yes, indeed. But but that's good. They can do that. But they yeah. ain't but right off for which is fine, which is okay. Right. Ain't right at all. Well, I just think just doing it, even if you get the t- the tax break or whatever. I respect you wholeheartedly for it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Um, Me too. Because you have all this money. You know what I mean? You are well comfortable. You don't even have to go Christmas shopping for your loved ones. You can just call them and, hey, I need this um, 80 carat bracelet and my daughter right now. You can just call these people and tell these people what you want. And they bring it down. Little blue ivy, you want a you want a new Mercedes? Yeah, I want to give my six year old blue ivy a new Mercedes. <laughs> Just drop it out. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like that's hey. the stuff you, you don't even have to ask for it. So come on now, get your life. <laughs> and they, and they might even just give it to you. Just the fact that it, it, it's advertisement for them. 
Excuse you know what I'm saying? Mm. Let me sip my coffee on that one because you know what? It's just, ooh, I'm sipping coffee this late. Mm. Well, it's Friday. Yeah. I know I, I should be drinking be. wine, huh? I should be, but you know, the old doctor talking about stay away, but it's, it's, it, I'm going to be drinking this weekend. You going to be drinking? Yeah, it's the holiday. What's you gonna be doing? It's the holiday. Your girl know you gonna be drinking. <laughs> See, she know now. Know. <laughs> <laughs> she know now. <laughs> I'm gonna make sure she know for sure. So, what kind of alcohol are you gonna be drinking this weekend? Um, is your you girl know, gonna be it, with you when it, you're drinking this alcohol? You know they put up a GoFund for uh for the um. For the, for the alcohol the, that you you to my drinking this weekend? For the wall. <laughs> they got nothing to raise a GoFund. They got a million dollars for the billion dollars they need. We ain't talking about drinking, Miss Anita. Mm-hmm. But you know see, what? I, I didn't want to go there with the with the with the uh see, I'm stuttering right now because you know I'm about see, to be I'm about to say something ugly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm about to say something ugly. Uh-huh. These are the most stupid people in America. Now, y'all did a GoFund campaign for a border wall that y'all president said Mexico was the one going to pay for the shit. Didn't he say that? Didn't he have say what, that? That's what he said. He had said that, didn't he? That's what he said. Now, y'all did a GoFund me for and raised a million dollars. You got homeless veterans. You got homeless mental people. Miss Anita. You got homeless, domestic violence women. Miss Anita. What? Uh, an update. It's not what? one million no more. Mm-hmm. That's when you sent the article. Today, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. 13 million 516. Get the hell out of here. Close the front door. 13 million 516 dollars and 60 and 696 dollars. Close the door. Whoa. I know you lying. I'm shaking right now. Like I'm like I'm flicking my foot. Like I'm flicking my foot. Like you know how a child get on your nerve, and you you tapping that feet. Oh my god! Raised by two hundred and twenty one thousand five hundred and fifty two people in four days. Mm. They said it was up to America to help out and pitch in to get this project rolling. Y'all are the dumbest assholes ever. They say it's attributed to the Air Force veteran. Brian Koffich. Wow. Koffich. K-O-L-F-A-G-E. Koffich, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Koffich became the most severely wounded airman to survive any war in U.S. history. Who the fuck? Excuse me. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? At this mm. point, who cares? Wow. Y'all are doing this for a president that don't even respect y'all. They don't even respect what these airmen has done, what these veterans have done. Exactly. They don't even, he don't even respect this country. And y'all have the audacity to say y'all doing this on behalf of him. No, you're not. You're doing this on behalf of bigotry, racism, and discrimination. That's exactly. what you're doing there. Exactly. You're doing this on behalf of a bully. You're doing this on behalf of an ignorant, immature, two-year-old, 60-year-old orange man 
that's illiterate and don't have a clue about his history. You're doing it on behalf of his ignorance. You're not doing this on behalf of them. Yes, indeed. This is crazy. There are certainly a different number of funding sources that we've identified that we can use, that we can couple with money that will be given through congressional appropriation that will help us get to that $5, million, $5 billion that the president needs in order to protect our border. Okay, I'm just crazy. What happened to all that money that Trump got for his campaign? He couldn't use that to put towards the, um, the wall? <laughs> oh, no, that, that's illegal. <laughs> but he he paid Stormy Daniel. <laughs> Out of it, right? <laughs> so why he couldn't use it for that? <laughs> Absolutely. 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 Mm, mm, mm. I'm crazy. I, I you know what? Mm. If you the 63 million people, him. if the 63 million people who voted for Trump each pledge $80, we could build the wall. <laughs> that equates to roughly $5 billion, Even if we get half, that's half the wall. We can do this. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, y'all can do this. Yeah, y'all can continue to show this country how dumb we are. <laughs> Oh, hallelujah. God is still working on me. Jesus Christ, help me, Lord. Yes, indeed. So to all you homeless people, you women that have been through domestic violence, um, these mentally ill people that are homeless, I continue to pray for you. I will continue to donate what I can because I ain't got that much. I will continue to give back. I will continue to do the food, feed the needy. I will continue to do whatever I can in regards to you because God knows that y'all president needs that wall more than anything. More than y'all that's walking around here that's dying left and right. Not that it cares. Did you know that when certain, when homeless people die, majority of them are not even identified? Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, but I mean, if they don't have their ID on them, they really wouldn't know though, right? I mean, mm. I'm so mad right now. Why? Because, like, it's like I have mixed emotions when it comes to the homeless people. And that's why I'm bringing this up when it comes to this wall, because I just see that this, this, Money that y'all raising could be used in so many other areas. Oh, yeah. It's, it's money could be put back in public schools. It's mm-hmm. money that could be put back in these poor communities. Like, y'all have all the energy to do these GoFundMe and raise these money in, in this areas. But whenever it comes to other areas that really need the money, they're lazy. They're trifling. They're they, just, they're that. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, they need to I, pull I, themselves up with their own bootstraps. Right. I, Nobody gave me nothing. They, exactly. They're just looking for a handout. No, no. And majority of the people that saying nobody gave them nothing was giving everything. Exactly. And that everything don't necessarily have to be money, but it's the Thank fact you. that you had the opportunity and the privilege to be able to do it. Absolutely. 
with nobody pulling you back. You back. Exactly. That's more than enough opportunities than most it, any black person would get. So it's like, you know what? I can't blame white people for whatever struggles that each and every black and brown person have went through, but the fact that y'all are born into privilege because of your race being number one, and you don't have to deal with the struggles that we deal with, that every time it comes up to we're sensitive, we're lazy, we we always want to be given something, we're sitting back waiting for a handout, is just so tiresome to me. And it's toxic to the point where it would end up changing the way people feel and think about people. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what I'm trying to do with our podcast and with my podcast on Talk to Salt is not be so passionately aggressive with how I feel about things that I disagree with, but at the same time still be passionate about it and express how I feel about it. So I'm trying to be mindful of my cursing. God is still working on me. Oh, that that part of it. I just... <laughs> I'm a work in progress. It's doing everything in me to not curse. Even when, even going back to earlier today when I was in Walmart, I just wanted to just curse. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, I just wanted to curse. You know what I'm saying? It's like, but then when I when you brought this up, and this is the thing, I knew that it was a topic that we probably would talk about, but I was just hoping that we wouldn't talk about it. Because <laughs> it's just something about this man that just irks my nerves. It's like mm-hmm. like Jojo Ray, it just burns my biscuits. Like I don't really, no, I don't I don't like you, Trump. I really don't like you. <laughs> I really like you know what I don't like you. I'm, really? I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't like you. I don't really. Oh. Yeah, I don't. I can't stand him. Anyway, I will continue to give back, and I ask that anybody that can give anything to the veterans, to the homeless, to feed the needy, to the children um, uh, uh, toys um, fund, um, adopt a family, um, the girls and boys club, anybody that can give back in those organizations because you know who it benefits? It benefits these, these broken down communities and these public schools that people don't want to give back to. Those where it help to. So if you can give back to those, it would be greatly, greatly appreciated, you guys. Um, Mr. E, I don't have anything else to say about it. Do you have any follow-up that you would like to talk about your president? Oh, no, no, no. He he threatened to shut down the government behind it, but okay. He's a coward. Who cares? Yeah, exactly, exactly. He's one of those two-year-old brats that know that your mama gonna tell your your behind up when you go somewhere, you act up, but you still do it anyway. Mm-hmm. He's one of them people. He one of them children right. that I don't care how much I like your mama, I will not keep your bad ass. If I keep you, I'm going to tear that ass up as soon as your mama leave. <laughs> I'm just going to whoop you just to whoop you because you make me sick. Like, seriously. <laughs> like, it has children like that that's just so bad. It's like, you just like, what's wrong with this child? Is this child slow or something? And you know when I tell your mama you wouldn't listen, she gonna tell your ass up. So you might as well do what you're supposed to do. I'm still gonna win. Just do what you're supposed to do. And see, people like that, they know. Don't ask me to keep your turn. Because y'all ain't gonna want me to whoop them. <laughs> so don't ask me to keep them. Because I'm gonna tell that ass up. If I tell mine up for not doing what they supposed to do, 
I'm going to tell yours up for not doing what they supposed to do. Because what you ain't going to do, you ain't going to talk back to me. You ain't going to jump on my phone. You ain't going to go in and out of my refrigerator. And you ain't going to go in and out of my house, mm-hmm. dirtying up my rug. You ain't going to do that. <coughs> As my children, they knew. Shoot. They wouldn't even sit on the sofa unless they was fresh out the tub. Them clothes were smack clean. They just got them out the dresser drawer or just got through ironing them and they put them out. They knew, don't come, don't come sitting on my sofa. Uh-uh. Because they used to think, well, you going to catch germs like that? Because I was always say, if you sit on the sofa and you've been outside playing, you're going to have germs in the house everywhere. <laughs> and I'm scared. What? <laughs> mm-hmm. I had them scared. I did. Because, you know, if you don't teach them to appreciate things and be mindful of things and be respectful of other people's stuff and other people's hard work, they're not going to understand it. Right. And so you can't go to other people's house doing whatever. You can't go to other people's house going in and out their refrigerator. So you ain't finna do it here. And I can't stand people that let their children go in and out of the refrigerator. I'm talking about the little bitty kid. Right, right, right. Like, what you coming in there? Then you come outside and go straight in the refrigerator. You better wash your hands before you go in my refrigerator. Like, I think that's so nasty. Is that bad that I think that way? No, not at all. Not at all. Well, anyway, I think people <laughs> is very excited about the news that I'm going to talk about. It's not really news. It's just some little gist with, you know, Kevin Durant and Steve Carr with the wars. You know, they're at odds, supposedly about how the wars should pass the ball. What do you think about that? Well, I don't. Why would they be? Do you at really all? think that's a thing? Do you really think that that would be a thing, though? Yeah, I don't. How would that be? To who? No. Well, they Who's said that? that the Golden State Warriors' offense was struggling Wednesday because they lost against the Utah Jazz. Now, that's kind of a thing. You're losing against the Jazz. But anyway. They scored just 103 points, well below their season average of 115 points. Um, They noted that the team's trademark ball movement was missing against the, excuse me, the Jazz defense, which resulted in the season low of 18 assists. That is low for them because they are a passing team. You know, that's what made them a good team. Like, they, they weren't selfish players. So... I don't know. But anyway, they said that the head coach, Stephen Carr, um, who actually, you didn't come to Golden State till 2014 after Coach Jackson had already did majority of the work. I'm just saying, was that shady? <laughs> A little bit. A little. But it's the truth. You know, it was the truth. You know, then they said he came there. And his philosophy built on sharing the ball on offense wasn't pleased with his team effort on the front against Utah. Well, anyway, you didn't teach them. Mm. Well, anyway, he wasn't happy with the way they were passing the ball against Utah. He said, we're not moving the ball. We're not playing the way we've played the last few years where the ball is really moving and we're taking great shots. The addition of Kevin Durant 2016 brought with a clash in philosophies. Durant is an unmatched physical specimen. Everybody know that. 
He is arguably the league's most talented scorer. Everybody knows, even though they want to hate on him because he went to the Warriors, he thrives in isolation and pick and roll situations. He can take advantage of his superior size and his abilities. Mm-hmm. Now he's not, he's perfectly capable of playing his role and moving the ball into the perfect open shot is found. The ball is going to inadvertently stop with Durant sometimes. You got to. And if he's right. not looking for those situations, he's not going to maximize his advantages. Durant's want more isolation, pick and roll. He spoke to the, he spoke to that clash of styles that he lost to Utah, which consistently gives Golden State problems. It sounds like he doesn't agree with Kerr. That lack of ball movement is the problem. He said they're selling out to to um to stop the threes. So um, we passed the ball too much. It's not gonna going to fly around against a good defense team like that. I know we want to have that ball moving and get thirty assists and three hundred passes, but sometimes it's not gonna be that way. And he's telling the truth. Right. It's the truth. But what I think they're doing, they're they're setting him up to go to the Lakers. Come on, baby. <laughs> now you'll be happy with that mood, huh? Yes. I was happy with him going to the Warriors. So let's just be clear about that. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't mad about that. I was happy when he went to the Warriors. I I and the reason I said that is because this is how I looked at it. I did feel like the Warriors was already in a great team without him being there. I did. I just feel like with him there, they're even more amazing team. I felt like whatever was going on with the Thunders and he wasn't happy. And I feel like when it's your career, you have to make the best decision for your career, despite what the fans say, despite what um, teammates going to have to say that's negative or whatever. You got to do what's best for you because at the end of the day, it's your career, it's your money, it's your life. There you go. Your legacy. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, w- I didn't think it was a bad move. And I think I probably would have felt a little like, uh, maybe he shouldn't have went. But because it was so many people was hating on the move, it made me like him even more. It made me like, yes, do you? You know, I'm not a fan of Westbrook. So the more Westbrook was pouting on the, fi- on the floor when they would play against each other, it made us even more like, yes, you made the right decision. How you doing? And everybody was like, you taking this too personal, am I? So I'm like, y'all taking it personal. <laughs> you know? A little saucy, baby. You know what I mean? Like, you sound like it, huh? Exactly. I'm like, y'all taking it personal, not me. <laughs> exactly. You know? Like, come on. But I, I, do you think it's a concern for the Warriors? Do you think that's going to no. happen possibly? No, not at all. <laughs> I that, don't think so either. That, that ain't even an issue. Yeah, a lot of teams would love that issue. Oh, we're not passing, but we winning. Exactly. No, exactly. That is a non-issue. You got to write about something, right? Right. That's true. That is true. That is true. Well, we have to take a break, you guys. Um, we have to do some acknowledgments, and you guys don't go anywhere. Pocket Cast is a play without subscribing. It's an episode search. It's an up next syncing, improved discovery, just streamlined experience, so much more. They also have an 
archive features. They have a playback effect while streaming and enhanced Apple Watch support also, a Siri shortcut, listening history, syncing improvement, season and episode number support, and so, so much more. All you have to do is go over to the Apple App Store, the Google App Store, or you can go over to the web at pocketcast.com, download it. You will not be disappointed. How you doing? Get your life. All right, Mr. E. Yes, what else ma'am. do we have? Oh, uh, uh, the Saints. The Saints. Oh, the Saints. Go marching in. Mm-hmm. Oh, when the Saints go marching in. <laughs> they have to win just one more game. Oh, yeah. So that we can be number one. <laughs> oh, when the Saints. Oh, when the Saints. Win again. Oh, when, oh when the Saints win the next game, oh yeah, we will solidify that number one spot. Oh, when the Saints! Oh, Ooh, that Saints. was nice. Get that was nice, man. We need to put that on the on the bit, on the big <laughs> on the big board up in the. We need to play and slip it on. Oh my God, we childish. <laughs> yeah, Yes, yeah. I'm so here for it. But you know what? I was a little nervous. I was squeezing so hard when they was playing the Panthers. I you was really? like, oh. yeah, I said, we're going to lose. But I said, we're going to lose one of them. That's what I said. I was trying to justify us losing. I said, well, I said we were going to lose one of them. I told you we're going to lose that last one because nobody's going to play. I got up, went in the bathroom 50,000 times. I'm turning the TV. I'm like, come on. Come on, let's come on. What y'all doing? But I'm sorry. They actually played pretty good, though, Carolina. I was impressed. But I told you that. I said, yeah, they're going to come and play us, and they ass going to play better. Didn't I tell you that? They all do. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, there's one game closer to securing that home field advantage. But that it still makes me nervous with how close the Panthers game was because I'm gonna be honest with you, our offense did not look good to me. Or was I missing something? Was it just I was flipping the channels too much and missed some good stuff? Because I didn't feel confident in our offense. I felt like we were struggling. Well, you you know, it the thing is is that we used to them scoring all those points. True. See? And, and 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 that's when they don't score on point where we say, well, they're struggling. Well, maybe, but maybe the, the other team has then kicked it up a notch because they know that, you know, they're trying, they're fighting for their playoff life. I mean, we're we're fighting, you know, because first of all, we clinched being in the playoff several weeks ago. Right. So it's just a matter of be, trying to be that number one seed and, you know, and I think teams are playing. I think, yeah, we we the offense seemed a little bit off, a little. Yeah, didn't to me. It was like the last two games looked like how we started the season off. Where yeah. either we was winning by field goals, or we made the difference in the fourth quarter, and all always pretty much close towards the end of the fourth quarter. To me, that's what it felt like to me when we first. When the season first started. And remember when I said, well, we got to do more than just kicking field goals. 
Right. 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 But that's how it, that's how it felt. Like the energy of the offense against the Panthers is in the last two games, to be honest, is how I felt watching them play. I'm a right. critic, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, I don't care if we're doing bad or we're doing good. I'm still going to support you. I still love to win. And I don't care how shitty the win is. I don't care how much we had to scrap it up. It was a win. It was my team. We taking it. I don't care. I want it. And yeah, I'm going to bring it up. Just like when the Lakers won their last championship, how scrappy and nasty that, that game was. I don't when care when it was. I, mean, I don't care when it was. I don't care when it was. Kobe was still playing. Kobe was still playing. How many championships he had? How many championships he had? Okay. All right. Okay. Keep playing him. Anyway, it was a win. Oh, nah. I mean, I, I like the Lakers then. I mean, uh, uh, my boy was on the team then. Uh, crazy. Crazy. The one who really... Lamar... Oh, Artis. not a reason, Artis. <laughs> no, Artis. Yeah, yeah Artis. <laughs> All world free. But you world. know, what? I was hoping that they would get a reason back. But you know, they cut that deal. They stopped oh, that trade. You, you did you see that? I was so pissed. No, uh, uh, what happened? Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, ooh, if we could get a reason, we oh, would really? be like, oh my god, didn't oh, happen. Yeah? Yeah, they traded Ariza to um, uh, I think to the Wizards. He's still playing. Is he still playing? I I don't man. I ain't heard his name in a while. I hadn't. Ariza. They traded Ariza because the team. What was the team Ariza was on? Damn. I, I thought he was on Washington, right? He, he was on Washington. Washington, right. you know they ain't got no good team. Right, exactly. But see, they don't want a good team because the worst your like record you is you get a, you, you know. You be getting them good players. So, like, right. Toronto got all, was getting all them players. Now they, you know. Right. They, so, Ariza is still playing, but he's struggling to play because he still want to win. Right, Wizards don't really want to win because they want to try to, you know, get some, you know, get some. I don't know what they're trying to do. Exactly. So they wanted to trade. The Lakers was trying to get Ariza back. Like we need you back at home. Right. What? And they they cut the they the NBA cut the stop the deal. Why? I don't know. Wow. Yeah, and then wow. they and then the news thing was like the Wizards traded for Trevor Ariza in hopes of savaging um, this ugly season. But I thought they said his ugly season, baby. I went on that feed, I was gonna go <laughs> oh. in on them people. I oh, said God his you. ugly season, <laughs> his ugly season, and then I had to reread the thing again. I was like, oh, to savage this ugly season, as in, I guess his team, their team, the you know, the Wizards or whatever. Because I was gonna like Ariza's doing what he's supposed to do. Yes, he is. Don't right. do my boy like that. Don't do him. We're not gonna play with y'all like that. Mm-mm. Because the Wizards are still um they wanna they're hope hopefully trying to get keep it playoff hopes alive. So 
I think that's the whole thing of what they were trying to, you know, go about doing. But I was mad. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was mad because I, I was really hoping that he could go back to the Lakers because I think he was his best self with the Lakers. But no matter who, what team he was on, every time you saw him play, he was balling. I don't care what nobody say. Mm. Yeah. Yep. So right. I, you know, because they said when they was trying to trade for, and they was like the NBA trade died for the dumbest reason imaginable, the winners and losers of the Grizzly Brooks fiasco. I didn't even click on it to finish reading because I had got mad because they let me know he wasn't going to the Lakers. <laughs> <laughs> I was mad because I'm like, I'm sick of this. They did that with Chris Paul when Chris Paul was supposed to go to the Lakers and it was supposed to be this big trade with the Lakers or whatever, and they just right. killed the deal. I was so mad. And when that deal didn't go through, that's when the Lakers took a, a – that's when they started struggling. I was hurt. I was. I was hurt. I'm not going to lie. Mm-mm-mm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would like to see, see him there. It had been interesting. I'm telling you, he was just, he was good. He's like that secret weapon that people forget about. And then he's exactly. like, oh, you, you didn't know? I could still play? Yeah. Give me that ball. Let me show you. Like, he's one of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's one of them. Mm-hmm. I love him in case you haven't realized it. <laughs> I'm a fan of Ariza. I want me a Ariza jersey. But I want a Ariza jersey when he was with the Lakers. Oh, yeah. I wonder, can I get, like, a Lakers jersey done and have Smith Ariza? <laughs> can I do that? I could do that, can't I? Uh, no. I could do that. I could make my own jersey. Well, yeah, you can. I could customize my own jersey, right? Yeah, you can. Yeah, but I shouldn't. But I shouldn't, huh? Well, uh, I mean, you're a little hater. You're a little <laughs> hater on the slick. I hear it. I hear it. I can hear it in your breath. I mean, uh huh. I hear I mean, it in your breath. I mean, what, 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 what would your partner think about that? What? I could, uh, uh, Smith Ariza? It's yeah. gonna be like Smith. It's gonna be like Smith dash Ariza. Right. Like <laughs> not, no, it's mad like, to me no, no more. It's like <laughs> you, it's like you gotta, giving, oh, giving respect well, to Ariza. When he say you, oh, you got a new husband now? I was like, yeah, you didn't know. <laughs> yeah, it's called Trouble Ariza. Hello, <laughs> dog. Like, isn't he amazing? <laughs> I just don't have his money. that's the only difference anyway what else we got Mr. E Um, what else what else Uh, let me see Uh, I was wondering about that Uh, what's going on with uh, this uh, uh, your girl and, 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 and the boy uh, uh, the Miss Carly B and uh, <sighs> what's up with that? What's up? She found five hundred thousand dollars Lamborghini, and six months later, they getting a divorce. First of all, first of all, first of all, let me say this: I love okay. me some Cardi B. Yeah, well, I don't know. 
like I love her. Um, but I think she's stupid. Um, my thing is, you know how some women want to prove to men or make themselves look like I'm not your your average chick. I'm a down chick. If I'm with you, I got you. Uh, we could do threesomes and all this other stuff, and I, you know, try to make like paint this picture that you are that chick. You know what I mean? And then once you in that situation with someone, it's never enough. Because they're going to always want to invite somebody else in your relationship. And then they ain't just going to want somebody else in their relationship. They're going to want to be with somebody else, too. They're going to want their cake, your cake, the next man cake, and everybody else cake, and all, everybody ice cream, too. And they're never going to get full. They're always going to have a sweet tooth. They're always going to be looking for something to feel that taste good. And that's what you get in trouble with. But what's worse is when you say, when they cheat the first time, I y'all can say whatever y'all want to. I'm not leaving my man, um, he cause he cheated. B, y'all can just get off of here. B, cause all men cheat. B, uh, you just co-star him to cheat on you. You just exactly. said it's okay because all men cheat. I don't believe that all men cheat. I don't. I believe right. you have a choice. Just like I don't believe all women cheat. I believe that if you want to be with me, you're going to be with me. You, I will be enough for you. And if I'm not enough for you, I believe you could say, babe, our relationship is getting stale or our sexual relation intimacy is getting stale. I want to try this, blah, 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 blah. And if your relationship is strong enough and that's going to make you happy, you go do it. I am a selfish woman. So we ain't finna do that. Our relationship will never stand the test of time inviting someone else in it. It ain't going to happen. <laughs> ain't gonna happen. You know, it ain't going to happen. I'm but like I respect you. you more for telling me that than going behind my back and cheating and lying to me. So if you say, I don't want to divorce you, I love you, and you can agree to us having an open relationship, and I can meet with somebody else and have all my needs met emotionally and all that other stuff, and we ain't got to get a divorce, we can do that. Right. We can do that. But that don't mean me and you be having sex anymore. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, I, I, I won't. But my thing is when you excuse a man's bad behavior and don't make them take accountability for what they do, they're going to keep doing it. He didn't do it one time. He didn't do it two times. He didn't do it three times. This man that cheated on you in public, more than one time. Then the girl come and apologized and said, I talked to Carter, she know what it is, and I apologized. Then went back and took the apology back. Wow. And and did a tell-all interview that they, that they say Carter B is blocked and say Carter B will not allow it to be aired. Yeah, I was reading that. Yeah. First of all, I don't care. Tell it. Because this is what she was saying. Can you hear? You're saying, yeah. you know, you're basically apologizing to Cardi. We all saw the video, right? I just want to set the record straight Go about ahead. the whole apology video. At this time, like right now, I really just like take that apology back. Who in the entertainment industry has actually like stood by your side and has, you know what I mean? They, they ride for you and nobody. Wow. Are you serious? Really? Oh, my feelings be hurt. No, oh, I, that get sucks. I get that it. That sucks. Yeah, it I sucks. Get it. Who's but trying you, to beat? Though? But the tables will turn. You know that. It, it sucks. 
No, yeah. I'm sure your DMs are popping as well. Are you okay? Yeah. It just sucks. Like, it's not fair to me. It's really not. You but feel outcasted? Really... You feel blackballed? I just feel like, you know, like, the whole world is against me, but it's like, I always believe, like, I'm, I'm, I'm so strong in this. Like, I'm so sorry I'm breaking down. What you working out for? And you so strong. But see, me, when I get mad and I get to talk and I get upset, I'll get to crying. No. I'm crying, but I'm not crying because I'm weak or I'm crying because, oh my God, I'm so hurt at this drive. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's not like that. It's more of I'm pissed off to the max. To the greatest facility that doesn't matter. That ain't even a word. Um, it's my word. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to hurt a person. I'm going to hurt a person quick. And so when I get to talking, my emotions get the best of me. Even when I'm talking to the girls, I'm like, you know, I love you. I do anything for you. I just don't. And then that's you know, <laughs> that's how I am. But no, when I was younger, I was a crybaby. I really was a crybaby. No. Yeah. Like no. you could raise your voice at me and it don't even have to be ugly. I'd be like, no, the hell is nobody. Yeah, I like I just broke that crap. Or I walk away and they're like, "What? Where you going? In the room? I'll be back in a minute." Because I want you to see me cry. Wow. Yeah, I was very, very sensitive. Like, like I would cry about anything. You could give me a compliment. I'm like, "Oh, thank you. She's so sweet. That's so nice." And I'm crying. Like I was very sensitive. Like I don't know what was wrong with me. Seriously. Wow. I didn't know. I don't know what was wrong with me. And my uh, Jay, my daughter, same way. Well, she's not as sensitive as she used to be. Oh. But, yeah. <sighs> I don't know. Anyway, what do you think about that? Do you think that most all men cheat? Do you think uh, that if a man cheat once, he can he'll cheat again? I think we did this topic before. Didn't we do this topic before? Uh, we might have, but uh, we something. I think we touched on it a little bit, but you know, no, I don't think if a man or woman cheat once or whatever, I don't think that they. I, it ain't that they would cheat again. They, you know, they could, but it ain't that they would. Right. I mean, you know. Get to change it and get to have a better uh, character about themselves. But you can't, yeah. you can't just give them caught blank. You can't say it's okay. All men, no. You, you say that, then you giving him, in right. essence, a backhanded permission to should be all right. right. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Well, you have another, you have a check-in, right? Oh. Uh, no. No, no. Uh, you no. didn't want to talk about the police officer? I, or, or Forever 21? How yeah. did you feel about Forever 21? Because you brought it up that you wanted to talk about it, right? The No, I, I wanted to talk about 
the uh yeah 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 I mean we didn't talk about it so much I forgot about that That's I what know I right about anyway yeah they, they they put a a white model mm-hmm. in a <laughs> Wakanda sweater what can I say can I say I don't think I feel the way you feel about it how do you feel about it first. It looks weird. It does you know? look a little weird. And maybe because he's too bright. You know, he's too white. <laughs> he's too bright. He's white. He's not he's too bright. White. He's I white. Think he's too white. You know? I think uh, that's what it is. You know, maybe I, I, so. Maybe so. I think he should have had like a little tan, like a little sun. Exactly. You and, know what and, I mean? And see, and that's um, to me is that they, they did that intentionally because he. White and I don't think they head. did it intentional. I really don't. I don't think they did it intentional. They the, could have. I Ms. just don't Anita, think they did it intentional. This boy is the whitest boy with blonde hair. I know. My, my thing is intentional. White, but you white I, like, I said, like I said, I don't look. I don't. I don't feel the way you feel about it, which is probably a surprise to most people when they hear it. I, I'm gonna I'm say this. I have mixed feelings about it. I feel like if they were gonna do that, they should have had other races. That was on on that page as well, wearing that shirt. They should have had some some color, a little melon, and some of these people on that picture. I don't think they should have had him be the face of that sweatshirt. But other than that, it was a white man that created this person. It was a white man that you know turned this movie into. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, that's why I, I'm like, I have mixed feelings about it. You know what I mean? I think some of it is we're a little bit too sensitive. However, I do understand why some people feel the way they feel because we were, we as black and brown people were so proud and happy and excited about, you know, this movie. And so when we see where you just putting this white, bright, Face in it with no melon, it does seem like a little distasteful. But I don't think it, maybe it was done intentional on purpose. I just a part of me just don't feel like it was done on purpose and intentional. I just think it was one of those stupid moments. Like shit, look what I did. It's like somebody said, you know what you need to add some more to it. And you know how you get so busy and sidetracked, you don't add nothing else to it. And then when you get there, he's like, damn, I look washed down. You really do. You when really say, do, because he looks really pale. I'm just so I think that's this. what it was. I'm mm. going to say this. When, when I they know. Put, when they see, and, and, and this is just my opinion. It's just mm-hmm. my opinion about you. What? <laughs> Regarding this. When they uh-huh. had the little, when they when the little black ball was in the little shirt and that was a monkey. That was a monkey. That was a black it. child. That was a black child and a monkey. And you sweatshirt. said, yes, that they I was did offended that at intentionally. That. You yeah. said that you feel that they did that intentionally. Now you got a pale white boy. With blood. This hair. is my thing. This is with my thing. Hair, okay, but I no still don't pain. feel like they did it on purpose. It was a movie with predominantly black people. How can you intentionally say, hey, it was a movie with all with just about nothing but black people in it except for what one person said, what we're gonna do is we're gonna do F Forever 21. We're gonna turn this into a white face where majority of our shoppers are black people. 
Majority of our shoppers at Forever 21, really, to be honest, a lot, majority of them are black people. So we're going to turn this into a white face. I, that's just me personally. Like, I think it was messed up. True. I think that they should have paid more attention to what they did. And I feel like it should have been thought out more clearly as from every angle, from all your diversified people that you got working with your, your company, they should have been on that to say, hey, you need some more melanin in here. He's a little bit too tan. Like, he, like he's sick, like he's been throwing up all night. You know what I'm saying? Nobody, I you didn't, don't, I didn't you, think you don't looked, feel nobody did that. You don't I feel don't nobody, you don't feel nobody did that. <laughs> if they did it, if they did it, they should have been adamant that, hey, we're going to get a lot of backlash. So, from so, so, I don't think it was like Prada. I don't so, think but like do Prada, you think? You saw what Prada had, what Prada did with the faces or whatever, keychain or whatever, and they said that they didn't think that they were going to offend somebody. Bullshit, did you see those keychains? Well, I ain't seen them, so I didn't, I don't know. So Google I, it on your phone while we're talking about this Forever 21. They looked in like them. You know how they used to do those black faces back in the day with the right. big lips, the big red lips? It looked right. like that. But oh, they wow. said they didn't know that that was going to offend anybody. How did you not know? <laughs> it, it, it just like this. How, how did you not know that as passionate as, as people, black people was about, about the Black Panther movie, movie, and that's and that's and, and, and black people consider that's our movie. But I think, but see, that's the thing. But that's the thing. Black Panther wasn't created just for us. That's why so many white people was bad and going to those theaters using the N word. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't be that person. Black Panther. Black Panther wasn't created to get African American more into Marvel. I didn't say that. I, don't I, I, that's not what I said. You said it wasn't created for us. I said it wasn't created just for black people. Miss that's Nita. what I said. When he talking about making money, so you think right. you think, it you think Black just... Panther made as much money as they made just from us? No, I didn't say that. That's, that's what I'm my saying. point. That's they the don't point I'm making. Nothing just for one one. That's my point. But Those but white this... people went to see that movie because they wanted to see. Okay, what kind of movie where you got all these black actors in it? That was one thing. Then they wanted to see why these black actors was better than us. That was one thing. Then but, you had some just love Marvel movies. Do you okay. not understand how uh, many man, Marvel fans that are crazy? Being all being that all that is safe. Being all dip what you just say. I ain't finna argue with you about no Black Panther movie no or no Forever 21 sweater with no white ball up in it. I don't feel the way you feel. I just think that there are so many more things that we as black and brown people should really be offended by that should really be like, hey, what the hell you doing? To where My, I don't look at that sweater as that serious. Now, this, maybe I'm maybe this is just one of them moments that I'm Miss, missing it because usually I'm the, all over it. Miss Anita, I ain't talking about the sweater because, I mean, I'm talking, it seems But like, if it had like, been a I black seen, person in that sweater, we wouldn't be having this conversation. So, I'm yes, saying, it is. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, is that it seems like, mm -hmm. <laughs> it seems like, oh, it, it's not a problem that they put this white person in this shirt for you. 
this white person. I didn't I'm, say I'm, that. The white I person. said, listen, I listen, said listen, I am listen, not, listen, I'm not mad listen. about. Exactly. Okay. Listen, that's what I'm saying. You're not mad and you said they did a deal intentionally about the white person in this mm-hmm. shirt, in this sweater. It could be in the mm-hmm. sweater. That you mm-hmm. were mad, but you were mad and you said that they did it intentionally when they put the black boy in the monkey shirt. And yes. the black baby in the in the monkey shirt. And we always say you're gonna jump around like a monkey. We we say that. Mm-hmm. So why is you 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 can say what hey, is it about Wakanda is racist? What is it about Wakanda where they've taken Ms. and just Ms. used Anita. it as Ms. black people in a negative way? They have called us monkeys. So that's why I felt that it was offensive that you would put a black child in and, a sweatshirt with a monkey feel, on it. And that's you feel why that I felt they that did way. that intentionally. It's a white person that created the character. But you feel that they so you Again, if it was you, a black person that created that character, I probably would feel even more adamant like you. No, but that's why I said I have mixed feelings when it comes to it. No, because I, on one hand, on one hand, I feel like, hey, okay, why wasn't nobody with Melon up in here? My thing is, what makes it, what makes it distasteful for me is that you just had him as if he's the face of Wakanda. So that's Nita, what, right that's there, what right there, me about it. Right there, Miss Nita, is my point. I mean, the point I'm trying to make is when you say that you felt that they don't, they didn't do that intentionally. Right I don't there to feel me, like they done me, it. But now it's a debate. That's the problem that I have with us as black and brown people. I don't look at it the way you look at it. But yet and still, Ms. we're turning this into a debate where you're trying to change M- my no, view. I'm how not, I feel Ms. about Anita, it. I'm not trying to change your okay. view. Okay, why are we still having this discussion about it then? Because I'm trying to understand. Mm-hmm. I ain't trying to change your view. I'm okay. just trying. I'm trying to understand how. Uh, I was very why, clear why, with what I said. You just don't respect what I said. There's no, a difference. You 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 won't you won't you're not listening to what I'm. Saying. I am listening to you. You say you're trying to understand. How I could feel the way I feel about that when I felt the way I feel about them putting a black child in a sweatshirt with a monkey on it, and but I just no, explained no, no. To you why. That ain't that ain't the no. Okay, no. well, what's the next question? Because if I if that answer to the, that first question didn't do it for you, then what's the next question? <laughs> I don't have a next question. What's the next question? No, I'm I don't have a next question. I don't have one. <laughs> I'm gonna leave this alone. <laughs> I mean, you have you have every right to feel the way you feel. I've I'm read Buku. I've read Buku of Twitter feeds of people being mad and people going on and on about Forever Twenty One. I'm done with you. I'm not wearing any more your clothes, which I ain't finna go that far because I like Forever Twenty One shit. I'm just saying. No, here's my thing. I'm, all I'm saying is, Miss Nita. All I'm saying mm-hmm. from a, from a monetary money, from a from a marketing, from a, mm-hmm. from from people. When, when you say when you say all I'm saying is when you say they didn't did do that intentionally. Mm-hmm. They did. They put this this hit. They did. Who, whenever they do these marketing, they, go, they put these things out, they do them intentionally to, to project what they're projecting. They do that intentionally. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt. Now, do they expect to get the response that they get? 
back, they feel that they're gonna get some. They mm-hmm. don't feel that it's going it's just like for instance, back in the day when uh when 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 people used to have those pinto cars. You see, I had one and they say, Well, those cars exploded. Those cars exploded. Well, why didn't Ford have a recall on why 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 did Ford not have a recall on it? Because if if Ford sells a million of them pintos, they can afford if somebody get killed in them to pay a two, three, four, five million dollar lawsuit. They could afford mm-hmm. to pay that because, but it would be it would be it cost them more money to to do this call this reback from this rebate. They call these vehicle back. So when these people, these marketing companies put out these things, they they do it with the expectation of they know that they're gonna get some flap back from it. Or we're gonna get some flap back from this. Right. That. But right. but they still put it out there. Because mm-hmm. they, they the, because we can easily call it back. Just like them, them, them monkey chains, they're gonna go somewhere and sell somewhere, you know. So, all I'm saying is that these people, and I'm just trying to debate whatever you, that means you feel. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that when these people put these marketing things out, they mm-hmm. know, they know that okay, we're gonna maybe get some flat back on this, but we're gonna put it out anyway. Let's mm-hmm. see if we can get this back. You know, and if nobody says anything, it's going this to is back. 2018. Donald Trump's in president. Black people is standing up, speaking their mind, expressing how they feel about every single thing, every single thing, every single thing, including the black men being pissed off at black women for marrying white men when they didn't even want the black women. So everything that we as black and brown people feel that we are offended by, we're speaking on it. So I, I this is just my little opinion. You have more black and brown people purchases majority of the time from Forever 21 than other races. So that's why my two cents is I don't think they thought that through. I don't think it was done to be, hey, I'm going to be racist towards y'all. I don't. But that's just my little opinion. I think that they were not looking at the broader picture of what Black Panther means to the Black and Brown community, what the movie itself brought to the Black and Brown community by having predominantly Black actors in it, how empowered the Black and Brown community felt just by that movie itself. I don't think they realized how offended a lot of us would have felt. I'm, I'm not telling anybody that you're wrong. I felt like the way some of them was coming about it, I felt like some of them was a little bit too sensitive about everything because it's a difference between saying, you know what, I think this was a bit disrespectful. Uh, you shouldn't have done that. There's a difference between that and people being pissed off about Prada. I heard more outrage at this Forever 21 sweater than I heard with Prada with the key ring. And if anybody saw those king rings, you should have been way more offended at that shit than you should have been at this at this Forever 21 sweater. I'm just saying. 
That's just my opinion. I think that if they had had a little bit more color, like more than one person in a sweater, and you had some people with some melon in their skin, I don't think it would have looked as racist. Well, and here's the bottom line. And I think for me, I think for me, the reason I can't look at everything in the eyes of a racist person. I can't. Maybe a few months ago, I probably would have been like, oh, you know what? That's some racist BS. I would have probably. I'm being honest. But I know for me, sometimes when I take a step back at certain things and I just start looking at things from a different perspective, sometimes I don't see it that way. Even with the Prada thing, when I looked at it, I was like, okay, maybe I'm tripping. Maybe it's not as racist as I'm feeling right now. So I read the article again, and the more I read the article, the more racist it felt. With Forever 21, I didn't feel that way. And I don't know if it's because I look at it as somebody created this character. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if that's why I don't feel as racist about it as, as some do, because I don't. I don't feel like this was something like, hey, I write to you, Black people. I don't feel like it was just like, I'm doing this, and I don't care. If it, I don't feel like it was done in that intent. But like I said before, before I said what I said, I could be way less feel on this, but I'm just not, I didn't receive it the way a lot of other people received it. Like my daughter, she was offended. She has one of those sweaters. Her boyfriend had one of those sweaters. She was like, he bought me a sweater like him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, oh, okay. Didn't think much of it. Now it's just like, I'm not wearing this sweater. I said, shit. If I bought it, I'm wearing my sweater. Unless I find out that the person's is racist. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. When I found out what Tommy Hilfiger said, what he said, it was kind of hard for me to let go of some of their slacks. Because they were, that was the only name brand company whose slacks that I bought that worked, fit my body the way I wanted to fit them. But it's like those high water type of slack type of pants, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, they look yeah. like they high waters, but they're not. Right. That's just, that's just how I love the way those pants look and feel. Although people are like, oh, her pants is high waters. No, baby. That's how they come. Get it together. But anyway, I was Tommy Hilfiger down. I had t-shirts, I had pajamas, I had pants and shorts, I had shoes, purses, Perfume, you name it. I was obsessed with Tommy Hilfiger. Then, with the racist thing came, I felt crushed. I felt like, what am I supposed to do with all this stuff? Like, this is my money. You know what I mean? So, I donated, you know, a lot of it once it got old. I donated. But I still got two pairs of slacks that I don't want to get rid of. And I still got a pair of shoes that I still love to this day. And those shoes are like three years old. You look at them, they don't even look like they're three years old. Because I take care of my stuff. I'm just saying. But I got rid of all the purses. All the purses, all the wallets. I got rid of all the perfume that I had because it wasn't one. It wasn't but one that I liked anyway, and I had like two bottles of it. I got rid of that. After I used all of it, I threw the bottles away. <laughs> yes, indeed. Usually, I hold the bottles so that I can make sure I can find it again. No, I get rid of it because I knew I was gonna buy it anymore. Even with Beyonce being the face of it at one time, I'm like, no, I don't care. No, I'm not doing it. 
But I just think with some people, it's just some things bother me more than other people. Like some people feel like black women should not marry white men. Like they've been very adamant about it. I don't agree with that. I, I don't. Because you know what I've learned with some people? Some people don't end up liking a, a white man because he's white. Some women be like, oh, I'm going to be with me a black man. But for whatever reason, they are more drawn and more attracted to this white man that loves them for them. And for whatever reason, they got to tell themselves to pull down this wall because you're not allowing yourself to love this person because he's white. And, uh, and that's what a lot of decisions have been made when, when some black women date outside their race. Now, there are some black women like, well, black men are dog me. They did this. I'm going to be ain't going to be no different with whatever race you choose. But when that happens, nothing good comes from that anyway. Because you're not dating because you love a person. You're dating because you're bashing your own race because some bad apples that you've met with. You know what I'm saying? But I just don't. With this one. I don't feel as bad as other people feel about it. I, I don't. I mean, let me let me be very clear. I feel that they should have thought it through. I feel like they should have had some more color, like more people with color, melanin in their skin. I don't feel that there's no way Emmy felt like it should have been a white man or woman, whomever, the face of that shirt. I don't feel that way. But I don't feel as racist about it as some things that I've felt about things. Like, I don't feel the way a lot of people feel about it. Like, I don't, I'm not convicted in like... Well, I don't see it as... I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't feel like how I feel with Kanye. I'm not buying Kanye music. I don't, I don't care. Well, I don't to see where, it to where I'm like, I'm not going to buy Forever 21 clothes anymore. Uh-uh, baby. I'm buying me some Forever 21. Well, I don't see it as being racist. I, I don't I don't see how that is racist. I don't either. So you it's kind of hard for me. That's so why I'm saying like it's hard for me to feel racist. like it was done on purpose to be like, I, F y'all. I, I feel like it, uh, they did it to sell more, more sweaters. And that's... You that's think? Oh, yeah. Because, see, here's the thing. Now, like like... I think you have said before in in rap music, mm -hmm. who buys most of the rap music? Who buys most White of the people? Okay, so even if they they issue their apology, even if they take this boy out, they don't. This already been out there, and white folks have already seen it and say, "Hmm, I may look good in that too. Let right. me go get me one." Just like you said earlier, that this the movie didn't didn't just go see by black folk; it went seen by white folk. But now white folks see now Forever 21 and put this out. They, they, they don't care. They issue the apology. But guess what? If white the white person done seen it now and say, look, I may look good in that. I'll go get me. Go let me go get me one of those sweaters. But I but this, is, this, this is this is what I think. You probably right about that. Because that's because all it's about. The, the it's only people who are buying it is black people and you want to get more sales. You probably so. Yeah. That's, so. a, that's the reason why they did that. Maybe so. They already had, they got, we already buying them. Well, they already, right. like, and I ain't buying one. But we already buying. Maybe Black so. already buying. So now we got to get, we, 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 then, we then exhausted most of their money. So let's go get some of this, this real money. Because there's a lot more than them. 
Anyway, well, I don't have nothing else to say about it. You're probably yeah. right about it. When you say it in that way. That's the point that I was trying you're to You're probably make. right. You're yeah. probably right. And the fact that they know they, they did what they did intentionally. Right. Because of that. The monetary fact mm-hmm. is the reason why. Yeah. Well, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah. Anyway. Hopefully they learned their lesson because <laughs> they, I mean, they took the shirt off the white man. Well, they took the dad off the, the site and just had just a shirt up. So maybe they learned their lesson. Maybe they were like, oh, hold up. Well, so I mean, maybe they learned their lesson from that. So I don't know. But I'm still buying my Forever 21. I'm just saying, um, Mr. E. Um, in Louisiana, Police officers was indicted on charges oh, of wow. battery. Right. Malfeasance after body slamming a 14-year-old, which I think the charges was too easy. I don't think I, that they should have been charged. That I think it should have been more severe. That's just my opinion. Um, Dan Cap, uh, Cap, Cap, what's the name? Caparino? Caparino. Mm-hmm. Caparino? And Anthony Dupree, who worked for the Bruley Police Department, were calling to the administration office of Bruley Middle School back in October on the 5th after a student allegedly began arguing with administrators and tried to walk up out of detention. Well, that was the version that they gave. Well, there was right. surveillance footage that showed that Dupree grabbed the boy before he wrapped his hands around his neck and slammed him to the ground. And as the two grap or whatever was, you know, wrestling on the floor, the cop reeled back his arm and appeared to be punching the boy. He later lifted the teen off the ground and slammed him to the floor again. Dupree also jumped on the student. All the while, an administrator picked up the officer's dropped gun, which was in a holster from the floor and put it on a desk. As the scuffle continued, the administrator moved the gun further out of reach. But the violence didn't stop there. Uh, Caparino, whatever have you pronounced his name, he entered the office and handcuffed the team before slamming him on the desk and leading him out of the office. Now, the former police have resigned from the department. Local reports say that they claim the teen posed a threat to them. Now, rather than men have sought legal representation, it was unclear at the time, but the Brule Police Department and the West Baton Rouge Parish District were where um, uh, the Brule Middle School is located have yet to issue public response. Now, Caparino has been indicted on a simple battery charge. I don't understand why he was just charged with that while Dupree was indicted on a charge of malfeasance when he was the one that was doing the wrongdoing or a wrongdoing in office. Dupree could face up to five years in prison, a fine of up to $5,000 or both. Caparino could be in prison for up to six months to be fined up to 1000 or both. But according to the student's family, those charges are not enough. It's not enough. Um, they, the family 
Kawam Ashanti, the family's attorney, said that they feel the DAs did an adequate job by bringing it quickly to the people, but feel there was a slap on the wrist based on the tape and what they saw done to their to their grandson. This young man will, will still be dealing with this for a long time. The lawyer noted the team was out of school for a long for a time following the incident, but has since returned to class and is receiving counseling. Asante said the student is dealing with ongoing physical injuries, but the family has yet to choose whether or not to sue the department or school district. Sue both of their asses. Yeah, I say that too. Both but, of their asses. But uh, you know, but it's really much nothing else they could really charge them with, though. Truth be told, right? I mean, simple. I mean, I mean, you, I mean, malfeasance. Malfeasance and all that, but. What I what what is Melfisa's in office? If, I thought Melfisa's in office was like when you use your authority to get someone else to commit a crime or something like that. That's what I well, thought Melfisa's was. Well, Melfisa's is when you use the your office to to commit a crime. It's, say for instance, like when 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 them jealous be. Bringing drugs in, right? Well, that's considered malfeasance. But see, I understand that part. But you, you basically beat a child. And if you, there's a video online. If anyone that's listening to our podcast, you can go on to the wafb.com website and you can actually see that video of that incident and you can actually see how physical he was to this child. This and, child was a skinny little boy. And what they what that malfeasance is because that other one, you remember they lied. So that's malfeasance. They lied what actually happened. Oh, okay. Mm. That's the malfeasance part. Mm. That still wasn't nothing. That, that ain't nothing to me. I'm sorry. That's, that's not enough. I'm sorry. That is not enough. I, and I think he, I think they definitely should get they um they should never get another job nowhere else, and I think that they asses should both of them should be going to jail for longer than possible five years. I'm just saying. I mean, I know you didn't murder the child. But come on, <laughs> that will mess a person up. That's gonna have them not trusting law enforcement. That could possibly have him. He could be bullied by other students. You don't know, which will probably lead him to quit school. End up on drugs, alcohol, or whatever. His mom is dead. His grandmother's the one taking care of him. So clearly, he's probably already going through some stuff or struggling with some stuff. You know what I mean? So it's like, come on, people. You know what I mean? Like, come on. That's just how I feel about it. Right. But yay to the home team because, you know, it's something. You know? Mm-hmm. It's something, you know? And I don't know if you saw where Alton Sterling's son was arrested for. Um, sexual assaulting an eight year old, right? Right, yeah. Well, supposedly he have mental issues, supposedly he has some type of bipolar thing where he have episodes or whatever. I don't know, they didn't go into specific details about it, but they said the eight year old told his, his mom, and when the mom questioned him, he said he don't remember him doing anything but he did have an episode so you know he doesn't he didn't remember that well anyway they arrested him um 
I don't know if he's out or not because I haven't seen anything print up about it. Right. Um, so for those that do not know who Alton Sterling is, Alton Sterling is a black guy that was gunned down, killed by two law enforcement officers um, outside of um, Full Mark store, service, I mean, convenience store, whatever you want to call it. And supposedly for vanishing a gun that the police didn't see him vanishing, but they got a call that he was vanishing a gun. So that's why they came out. So, yeah. Right. But they made sure to put that in the newspaper when they arrested the, the boy, but, you know, that ain't none of my business. <laughs> well, they made it when they did that. Mm-hmm. Because so. it was all type of stuff. Yeah, uh-huh, he... Shut up. Shut up. Why not just say I'm praying for the eight-year-old to get better? And I hope that the eight-year-old don't suffer any long-term damages from this situation. If, in fact, it's cleared or proven that this 18-year-old assaulted him. You know what I'm saying? Like, why right. not say that? You know, because if if he's 18 years old and he really has bipolar issues, it could very well be that he don't know what he did. But he could feel like he did something. You know what I mean? Because people that have bipolar and they know that they have bipolar, they can know that their body, they can, they'll know when they're, that they're having certain spells, but they don't understand that it's spells that they're having. They just know that they're, their mental and their emotions in their body is different. And if they're not taking that medicine like they're supposed to, they really in trouble. He could be lying and using his, you know, having a bipolar issue or whatever as an excuse to say, well, I didn't know I was doing this. It's this. You know what I mean? But again, we don't know. We wasn't there. But this is an 18-year-old that's involved. I mean, an 8-year-old that's involved. And that is my concern. So if this happened, I pray that the eight-year-old gets as much counseling as possible that he, so that they don't end up with long-term issues because that is a lot to get over. And sometimes, but most times, they never get over it. Even when they say they're over it, they never get over it. They may get over feeling, feeling it over and over and over, but knowing that it happened, the different emotional roller coasters of when it crosses your mind or certain situations come and it brings it and it surfaces, You'll never be able to forget that. That's going to always be there. Always. So that's a long road. And that's that's what my prayer go to. You know, and if he is wrong, hurt, mentally sick, whatever, I hope that he get help. And all that good stuff. Oh, because we're coming to the end of our podcast because I think that's pretty much it for us. But I wanted to to give my best wishes to Remy Ma and Papoos, but Remy Ma's, um, they had a baby girl, but she ended up having to have an emergency surgery after, um, shortly after she had her baby, but she's home now. She's resting well after she had the ongoing emergency surgery. Um, she suffered post delivery complications is what they're saying. Um, she had a baby on the 14th. 
Um, she said, thank you to all of our family, friends and loved ones who reached out. Sorry for not responding to texts in our calls. I physically was not able to. My husband at Papoose was concerned and worried about me all while looking after our golden child. Also, thank you to all the fans who sent their love and prayers. We would also like to thank the entire staff at the hospital, doctors, nurses, aides, even the housekeeping, as well as the amazing security team. Not only did you all make sure my family was well taken care of, but everyone was very professional and extremely respectful and protective of our privacy. We truly appreciate it. We love the Mackies. Um, congratulations to your healthy baby and congratulations to y'all golden child of that y'all been wanting. And I pray that you have a continued blessed healing and uh, just a prosperous life. Um, but that's it. I don't have anything else. That's it. That's it. Yes, ma'am. That's it, you guys. Okay, Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Christmas is coming. Christmas is Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Three days away. Ain't it? Yes. Four days. You have three. Saturday, Saturday, Sunday, and then Monday. Christmas is Tuesday. Right, so three days. Thank you. I can count. So Christmas is coming. Whatever. Y'all still have those those extra days to do those last-minute Christmas shopping. I know you don't want to go to because I know the stores is probably packed and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Uh, but go ahead and get that last-minute gift. This is what we need to understand, people. It's not about the price when we're giving gifts. It's the thought and the love behind the gift. And when you have children, that's how you start it off. When they're little, we shouldn't be going out buying these $300 Lamborghini cars that's battery-operated that we finna run our electric bill up to charge that battery so that child can ride in that thing for five minutes before that battery run back down. No. They ain't never finna own no Lamborghini in their life. So I don't even know why you giving them that. Stop it. That's the problem with us as black people. Now, and four people in Walmart today, four people bought those cars, battery-operated cars for their children, and they now one of them cars looking like they should have been buying that car. They were loading them things up in them little bit of cars. One of them ass ain't even have a tail on the back of it. <laughs> one of them, the door, the passenger side of the door, uh, of the, the passenger in the front, in the back side was dent in, looked like somebody bagged into the asses. Miss and then you, you just said it was the thought. That no, I'm talking about spending that. I'm talking about buying those expensive gifts for these little bit of children that don't even know nothing about Christmas. You supposed to be teaching them that. You supposed to be teaching them Jesus Christ and the birthday and, and Mary and you know the angels and you know all of that stuff. That's what you're supposed to be yada, teaching yada. them. Okay. You know, if you give, you know, you supposed to be teaching them. How, you know, adopt a family or, you know, feed the needy. No, I ain't saying the whole family, but, you know, you just adopting a child. You know what I'm saying? You know, give them a few gifts. I'm just saying, we just got to, we got to do better. I remember, you know, it's just like, you're supposed to give a child one, one thing that they like for as a toy. And whatever else you give them, it should be things that they need and they're going to use. Not a bunch of shit that these children don't even like. We go in and we spend $300 on a gift for these children, and five minutes later, they playing with an empty box. What are we doing? 
<laughs> they playing with the box instead of the game. Exactly. <laughs> so what are we doing? Come on. <laughs> okay. I've never been that mother, but I will buy for somebody else's child like that. You know what I'm saying? Like if they say something that they want, as long as it's not too expensive and it's in my budget, I'll do that. I know I'm bad. But I just think that we need to learn how to teach our children the real meaning of Christmas and to teach them how to love your family, spend more time with your family, talk to your family, you know, things of that nature, you know. And even if you don't want to be around them all day long, just call them or text them and say, you know what, I love you. I was thinking about you and I just want to tell you I love you and I hope that you and the family have a Merry Christmas. Simple. Easy. You know what I'm saying? But just give back. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone. I don't know if we're going to do another podcast before Christmas. I wanted to do like a little small Christmas history, but I don't know if we're going to do that or not. Um, You'll see if it uploads because, you know, I'm dealing with somebody that's hard-headed. Mr. E, you have anything? Oh, no. I'm I'm, no. Just everybody be safe. Mm -hmm. Oh! How's your brother? Oh, he's doing good. He's doing good. Uh, I'm I was up there today. They was doing some physical therapy on him, so uh, so he's doing good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's good. I I, I had to because I didn't ask. Normally, yeah. I ask before we get into all the year. But right. Anyway. Well, thank you for asking. Thank you. For uh, asking. No problem. Um, uh, that is it for me. That's it for Mr. E. You guys go check out Pocket Cash. You can go to the Apple App Store, Google Play Store, or you can go over to the web at PocketCash.com. Download it. You can subscribe or not subscribe. There are millions of other people on the on there that you can listen to. It's easy. You you will love it. I'm just telling you, you will love it. Um, also, I want to thank Anchor.fm for allowing us the opportunity to do this podcast and for allowing us to monetize and allowing us to have a brand that's, that's sponsoring our podcast. We're getting a little change. Ain't a lot, but we're getting some change. So y'all got to listen to our podcast, share our podcast, Come over to anchor.fm and hit that listener support button. You can go over to the oh, Apple yeah. app and download Anchor, the Google Play Store and download app, or you can go over to the web at anchor.fm slash start, and you can start your own podcast, and you can do what we do and share your voice around the world. Um, until next time, you guys, remember to stay true to yourself. Do not let anyone else's thoughts and opinion dictate who and what you think of yourself. Continue to push to be better every day than what you were the day before. When they go low, like the former first lady, we go high. Yes, and hey, let your family and friends know that you love them because tomorrow ain't promising none of us, baby. And let God be God. Until next time, with a need of love, mystery. And if you don't let anyone you steal your steal dreams. Your dreams. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you you got a little, we got a little, we got a little loan there, but <laughs> it was like you got short. It's like you forgot what you was about to say, though. Yeah, I was probably I was thinking about some saying something else, but no. Uh, oh, don't let anyone steal your dream or move your keys because or, if you don't, uh huh, then we will see, we'll you, see you at the top. At the top. Peace. Deuces. Ah.